know about you, but when I first started podcasting, I did not know much about the importance of, well, many things, let's just say. And one of those things that I did not know much about was podcast episode descriptions. So now that I do, I thought, why don't I share it with you? Why don't I share what it is that I've learned about the importance of episode descriptions? Because I'm sure that everyone else is probably way ahead of me when I started podcasting Um, and how to actually take full advantage of them to grow our podcasts. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea, right? And by the way, what I'm going to be talking about Actually, let's start with what I'm not going to be talking about. I am not going to be going into writing a description for your podcast as a whole, right? Um, because even when I Googled this topic about how to write an episode description, there were a lot of articles on how to write a podcast description for your total podcast, but not actually individual episode descriptions. So I'm not going to be talking about your podcast description. This is going to be about your episode description. I am not going to be talking about writing show notes because these are actually very different things. I know if you're surprised by this fact, you're not alone because I was too. I was like, what is this thing called? How is a show note different to description? They are different. Trust me, they are different. And we will get into that probably maybe in a later episode. And what I'm going to be sharing with you is also not going to be general tips. Okay, we are not going to keep it, we're not going to do generalizations like keep it short or use keywords or don't use clickbait. These are things that, again, when you try Googling how to write an episode description are things that comes up. We are not going to keep it general. So what am I going to actually be talking about today? Well, we are going to get into it. We're going to get into the nitty gritty of exactly how we're going to write episode descriptions that will get you instant listens. My name is Deidre Shen, the CEO and co-founder of Capture, the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter, and this is the Grow My Podcast Show. Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Grow My Podcast Show. I am Deidre Shen, the CEO and co-founder of Capture, and I'm going to be joined by Bonarai. She's my co-founder and the COO of Capture because we're going to have some fun talking about episode descriptions. <laughs> okay, so why episode descriptions? Let me tell you. I didn't quite understand just how important episode descriptions were. And okay, before you judge me, before you judge me, let me explain why. All right, I got nothing. I got nothing. Okay. So, no, no. Okay. So, when we started our first podcast, I did it without a lot of intention. Okay. I'm going to be completely honest. I was doing it to try to find my voice, find my message, because that's what we were told to do. And obviously, at some point, I was thinking that perhaps it would be good to use this as a platform to build my credibility as well. But to start, I guess I didn't think I needed to spend too much time and effort on the description because it was just something that was kind of just gonna be there. I was just kind of dabbling in it. As you may know by now, this podcast, my first podcast, not only helped me build my credibility, but it also helped me get leads and sales, which is why I was able to do over $200,000 that year in sales. And if you don't know the story, then definitely go back and listen to episode one of this podcast because I take you through exactly how that happened. And part of being able to do that was because I became a lot more intentional about how I was writing episode descriptions using my content honey trap strategy. 
Now, it goes without saying that writing episode descriptions is important because it is one of the first things that people are going to read to assess whether they want to listen to your episode or not. And I say one of the first because obviously the title is probably the first thing. (laughs) And if you want to know how to create compelling episode titles, then head back to episode five because we take you through the episode title formula to double your listens in that episode. So super valuable. Okay, but back to descriptions. Super important. And I did not realize this. I did not know this. And this is when I'm going to invite Bonner to join me here to help illustrate. She's going to help us illustrate how much I did not realize this. (laughs) I like to think of it as your, you know, the period of your life where you were, you know, dabbling in some creative writing, (laughs) finding your voice, just putting stuff out there. Just dabbling all over the place. Okay. So she's going to share some of the amazing i'm gonna say amazing not not (laughs) episode descriptions i used to write and yeah we're gonna be laughing about these i think that's that's totally cool because i want you to know what it is that you should not be doing okay this is examples of what you should not be doing are you cool with that yes okay so i did not realize how important episode descriptions were to the point that i was writing something like this so this is episode number 74 what? of <laughs> the Great Boss Podcast. Okay. I mean, let me go. 73 <laughs> episodes. There's 74 episodes without knowing how to write an episode description. I, I mean, I scrolled right at the, the, the start, but I thought, oh, no, let me, I can find some gems, I think, in okay. the later episodes as well. Okay. Now, the, the episode title, which, as you said, definitely worth listening uh, to the to our episode on how to write a good one. But the episode title was a shocker as well. <laughs> episode title was The Good Old Days. <laughs> That's it. Oh, because I would like to remind you the Growth Boss podcast was a podcast about building an e-commerce business from zero to six figures. Right. Okay. So I was like, okay, what were the good old days? So I did click through. Okay. So that definitely, if you go back to episode five and listen to how to write a good title, yes. this did not tick any of those. This breaks all of those. Rules. <laughs> Just flies in the face of those rules. And you're like, you know what? Whatever. The good old days. Okay. Now let's get to the description. I remember some of the good old days. <laughs> Dot, dot, dot. When things were simpler, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> there were no bills to pay, dot, dot, dot. No business stresses to deal with, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I didn't have to worry about making any sales. Dot. At this point, <laughs> okay, what are we doing? <laughs> dot, dot, well, look, I'm just going to say it's because when you say dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Yeah, it's my reading. Of course, it's not in your writing, it's my reading. My bad. Yes. And this, remember, there's paragraph breaks here too. So people are really hitting the They're really scrolling. scrolling. (laughs) I can't wait. But I also remember how badly I wanted to grow up and be an adult. Just take the take the pivot. And another podcast episode. I'm like, wait, another? Which which was the first? I listened to recently, had me thinking about this. Dot dot dot. About the concept of longing and where you are right now in this present moment. <laughs> I'm like, what? Well, where are we? What is going on? <laughs> and how this impacts us all the time when we're trying to grow our business. <laughs> like, if you're feeling like you might need some motivation right now for what you're doing, that this podcast episode is for you. I'm like, I mean, I guess, I guess I always need a little motivation, but I don't know what that was. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, those are good old days. I do need some motivation. It was it was a lot. So I thought that was one of your my best, finest, my finer moments. Yes, yeah. finer moments of writing terrible 
podcast episode descriptions. I mean, you're because you're normally quite a direct person, right? Yeah, oh my gosh. Okay. Example. So tell me I'm not alone here, you guys. Like, in fact, you know what? Email me at hi at capture.com and let me know if writing these descriptions descriptions is something that you also struggle with. Because I'm sure that at the time I was just I was I have no idea what to say. I don't know what to talk about. Yeah. You or, can see the effort there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you guys tell me I'm not alone. Email me and you know what? Send me in your best. And when we say your best, <laughs> we actually mean your worst. <laughs> description too so that we can have a laugh together because as you can see I mean that I was in fine form with that description absolutely yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah, it, it got me that's for sure all right okay so let's go with another one okay all right so then now we kind of there's a really big difference here now I'm talking about another podcast that we used to host together called the remarkable entrepreneurs playbook and that was a broader the premise is a little bit broader and now we're in episode five which is it's much better so the, the title of the episode is why you need this I assume this podcast, <laughs> but you know, we won't, we're not talking, we're not dissecting titles anyway, just so you know, episode five, why you need this podcast. We're diving into exactly how this podcast is going to help you let your remarkable flag fly. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm, I'm, that's I'm also craving the dot, dot, dot now. I'm like, you know what, I wish the good old days of the dot, dot, dot. I wish that, because I'm like, okay, yes, you know, like Again, do you not want? Do you not want to know why you need to let your remarkable flag fly? Look, I uh, yes, <laughs> I, I I think so because I'm like okay, so remarkable entrepreneurs playbook. I have a flag, flag. I get the freak flag fly reference. So I was yeah. like, that's pretty clever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's about, that's what I was like, okay, I mean, this is, this is, that's, that's definitely the side of me that was just like, you know what, direct, short, exactly, to the point, exactly, yes. just like the other end of the spectrum, the other end, yeah, yeah. You, you take it or leave it. <laughs> okay, so these couple of examples, you can probably see is why I created Capture. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so that I never had to write these things again, because this is hard. This is hard. So yeah, easy to laugh about it. That's right. Because I wasn't writing these. Yeah. I was just on the sidelines laughing instead. <laughs> yeah. Utterly unhelpful, but you're right. You're right. Easier said than done. It's easier said than done. Yeah. So, than done. so this is the thing. We we know firsthand, you've, you've heard it firsthand, um, how difficult it is to write an episode description you've had that sneak peek into what it is that you should not be doing. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick ad break and then we'll be back with what it is that you should be doing. Okay. We have a three-step formula because everything that we do ends up being a three-step formula for some reason. So we're going to go into that exact strategy that is actually also using content honey traps, Mm. which is pretty cool. All right. Exciting. So we'll be right back. Are you ready to reach more people on more platforms in a lot less time with your podcast? Well, it's time to meet every podcaster's new best friend, Capture. Capture is the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter and the fastest way to market and grow your podcast. In just 10 minutes or less, Capture will turn your episode audio file into an episode title, description, show notes, social media captions for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok, a promotional email, blog post, LinkedIn article, YouTube description, and full transcript. 
all of the drafts it creates for you are fully editable and downloadable. All you have to do is just upload your episode audio, wait for it to generate the drafts for you and view and edit these drafts and download them to use in all of your marketing content. But before you think that Capture is just another robot that just writes words for you, I have to tell you about what makes Capture different. You see, Capture's AI has a very robust mix of human intelligence mixed into it. Capture was created by marketers so that every piece of copy it writes for you is infused with content honey traps so that your podcast episode stops the scroll and hooks your audience in to listen. But don't just take my word for it. Capture is offering you a free trial so you can see the magic for yourself for your podcast. Sign up takes less than 30 seconds and nope, there is no credit card required. Just head on over to www.capture.com and sign up for a free trial. That's www.capsho.com and sign up for a free trial today. We are going to be going into how to use content honey traps in our episode descriptions to instantly increase the number of downloads and listens that you get. Because I know we put so much effort into creating content and recording the actual episode. Maybe we've hired someone to actually do the podcast production and editing for us. And a lot of times we think that that's it. That's all we need to do to get this thing right. Mm. But it's actually not. This is the mistake that I see time and time again. This is just one of the puzzle pieces. Like your actual podcast is just one of the puzzle pieces because is there even any point in creating the best podcast content if no one is even going to listen to it? Mm. I don't know about you, but I definitely want to get an ROI on this time. So yeah, I'm going to want want to pe- I'm going to want people to listen to this. And to do that, we need to create compelling episode descriptions. Okay, so let's get into how we do that. And we're going to skip the generic advice, you know, let's yeah, keep it short, blah, blah, blah. We're going to get straight into the heart of it, okay, by using content honey traps. That is literally the first sentence of the description Yes, is to actually use a content honey trap. So the reason why we want to do that is because we are always as copy copywriters or even not even as copywriters, as business owners, really as entrepreneurs, whenever we write any type of copy, sales page, email, social media post, whatever it is, we need to know, if we don't already know, that we have to start with a hook, mm. with a curiosity hook. And this is where the whole content honey trap system comes into play because we are all about creating that curiosity because we yes. want to compel people to do that next thing that you want them to. Yes. In this case, episode descriptions, we want to compel people to actually listen to your podcast episode. Yes. So we want to tease enough so that it lets the listener know what it is that they're going to be in for. Yeah. But we don't want to tell them because we want to do it just to the point where we open this loop in their minds mm. and they're like, oh, dang it, I need to close this loop. Yeah. Let me listen to the episode. Yes. Right? Yes. So this is where Content Honey Traps comes in. Yes. So I, but I want you to, as the, I think when you know, we got to episode 74, 75 and you were probably like, you know what? Let me do the copywriting. <laughs> this is way too fun to have you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do the copywriting. So as our expert copywriter, can you take us through what the top, so we we have eight 
mental models mm. content honey traps again you guys if you do not know what these are go back to episode one and two so mm-hmm. in episode one we break down the story-based story-based ones yeah um content honey trap mental models in episode two we break down the tips-based ones yeah but out of those eight you've actually got a handful that you when you think about descriptions that you lead with yes. so can you take us through what the top ones are that you would yeah. start with yeah. So the first one, because creating, you know, everyone knows that they need to create curiosity and, and, and hook people in, but it's like how, right? So these are really powerful ways to think about it. So one of the four that I find works really well and, and is easy place to start is the boxer. So the boxer is one of our, uh, one of our content honey trap models. And it is couched in a pain point that you know your ideal listener is really knows very very well so it's really about how can you structure the sentence the first part of your episode description into a question is the most powerful form about a pain point that you know that they would know intimately so for example <clears throat> in our case an example of that is like are you feeling fatigued and frankly embarrassed constantly promoting a podcast on social media not getting any engagement so we've heard that time and again, time and again, yeah. saying, oh, like, I know I need to do it, but it's kind of embarrassing. Like it's another audiogram or another yeah. graphic I've pulled together. And it like, just doesn't work. It doesn't like, work. What's even the point? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The feeling fit. And it's like, oh, yes. So it's, again, it doesn't have to be anything, you know, crazy. Like this is the thing. Don't think you have to be clever with it. Just get right to the point. So a pain point works really, really well, especially if you know, and that's the way you live, where you help people solve problems. So the boxes are really, really good one. Now I know you use the boxer quite well, quite yeah. relatively quite well to a lot of the time and because there's just so many different ones the main thing here is to be specific mm-hmm. specific with the one yes. you're picking um the other one that is uh, that's an interesting one to try is what we call the rebel yeah. so this is especially as experts who podcast you would have a very specific perspective and way that you, you know um uh, thing that you're teaching people right so this is really about making a powerful statement that goes against say maybe conventional wisdom in your space um or it's kind of busting a myth, you know, that a lot of people still believe. So this is like, again, it, it kind of just really arrests someone's attention because you're like, they're like, oh, I, I hadn't thought of it that way. Or yes, I believe that too. Now let me follow through on this. So an example in our case would be something like, what if I told you repurposing content doesn't actually give you scale? Yes. Right. Yes. Because that's bandied about a lot to say, yeah. just repurpose one piece yeah. of content and you're going to get scale. And we have a whole philosophy around that, which we're not giving away in the description itself. But it's either people saying, hang on, I don't know if I agree with that. Wait, it's not what everyone says. Mm. It opens a loop, like yeah. you said. Or they're like, oh, finally, someone else who also thinks the same thing. Now yeah. let me listen to this person. So again, it's super relevant. So you, you, they know it's relevant because it, it relates to the topic. But it opens a loop that they, they, they just need to close. So that's the rebel, the yes. second out of four. Now, the third one is one of my favorites. This is called the cliffhanger. So this is when you, you know, you do have your, we always um, advise you to tell your story, obviously in the podcast, every podcast episode or a story of yours, or like a lot of podcasters, if you're interviewing, then, you know, it's all about your guest story, right? So the cliffhanger mental model in your episode description is all about picking a really juicy and compelling part of either your story that you're telling or your guest story and, and including that in the description. So this one's a little bit difficult because you kind of like how much of it do you mm. write? Sometimes there might be a really quick quip that you can put in there. Sometimes it needs a little bit of context setting. Yeah. One that I, I personally really liked uh, was on how I built this podcast where they were talking about this wine company and with hardly any money or connections, Robin McBride and Andrew McBride, John built one of the biggest black owned wine companies in the world. 
a journey that began with an extraordinary family discovery. Their half-sisters who didn't even know each of each other's existence until they're both young women. What? Right? And it's kind I of need cool. to know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so the audience are people who, like we talked about in a previous episode, other entrepreneurs who want to learn from other entrepreneurs. So entrepreneurs who want to learn from other entrepreneurs. And it's kind of like, what does the half-sister have to do with the wine? And mm. you know, again, when I know that they built this amazing, there's an outcome, it's an entrepreneurial yeah. commercial outcome that is hooking me in. And this, and again, these two, and I wonder what their lives were like and what did they need? And yes. what was that like? Again, just so many questions. Yes. You know, so many questions that it opens up. Again, but super relevant. People who aren't interested in entrepreneurship will probably scroll right on by yeah. aren't even looking at that podcast. Right? So the cliffhangers are really, if you've got a juicy moment, definitely want to use that one. Yes. And finally, we have the Marvel. So this one is a really fun one as well. As experts in our space, we, we have our own methodology and unique ways of doing it. We love giving them a name. We highly recommend giving them a name. <laughs> <laughs> we should actually have like a, like a framework name generator or something. I feel yeah, like I just, helpful. like I have so many names. So like content dietary traps and yeah. trap marketing and the traffic pyramid and <laughs> message statistics. And oh gosh, I name everything. That's right. I think you should maybe <laughs> offload that into another framework. <laughs> anyway, but I, we, what, why that works really well is not, it's not to be like, you know, kitschy about it. It's just more like it, it grounds it in something, again, creates curiosity but I want to know what that means mm. but then you link it to an outcome so you want to mention either what you use or your guest if you're interviewing people and then to say and that learn all about that in this episode right yes. so you're opening up another loop to say yep this is the outcome that I want so you know it doesn't even have to be anything too creative like content honey traps we've used sub frameworks like our five minute episode titling formula yeah again it's super simple you know exactly what you're going to get it's the five minute thing for me yes. you know and it's like oh and I struggle with episode titles. Let me listen to what this framework is all about. Yes. I love that. Okay. So this is, so just to recap, that first sentence of your episode description should have that content honey trap. That's where you should be laying it. You should be laying content honey traps everywhere through your funnel. But really, uh, we're, we're, because we're focusing on descriptions, that should be your first, first sentence. What is that? How do you create a curiosity? And Bonner just went through four really powerful mental models to use. So the boxer, the rebel, the cliffhanger, and the marvel. So you guys, if you need to pause this, go back and listen to what those were, go do that. But that is incredibly important. So that's the first sentence. All right. Yeah. Then we get into the second sentence. And this is all about what it is that your audience is going to learn. Yes. Okay. What is that tangible outcome that they are going to get from listening to this episode? So you've hooked them in. You're like, they're like, oh, I need to know more. And then you've given them value. You're like, and if you listen to this episode, not only will I help close that loop for you that I yes. just opened up, <laughs> but you're actually going to take away these things. Yes. Right. Super valuable. That's yes. what people want to see because they're like, well, if I'm going to give up 30, 40 minutes or whatever of my time. I want to make sure that I'm going to get the thing, I'm mm. going to get the goods. Mm. So talk us through how we craft this or like what do we think about for the second sentence? Yeah. I don't know about you, but definitely writing this part of it feels a little bit easier because I'm like, oh, now I can just go into my coach mode and <laughs> be like, oh, I don't have to think about all these, um, you know, curiosity hooks and stuff like that. But yeah, this is about keeping it really short and, and simple and it has to be tangible. So here's what you're going to learn. I'm also working on things like, because this is prime real estate, how can you take out filler words like, in this episode. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to think of like, again, like, this is what you're going to like. Yes. Trying to be as punchy as possible because again, people are already in your description, right? Yes. We don't need all of the extra lead-in. So keep it really, really short. What is the most tangible outcome they're going to get? Two, two things work really well here. Like with everything, 
episode description, people are constantly scanning. So mm-hmm. how, what helps scannability is if you find that you do have quite a lot of takeaways you're giving away, bullet point works really well. Um, so you can just be like, these are the things. Or if you're like, there's just this like, one super juicy thing, just, yeah, just one. Brevity, exactly. Yeah. Just one to say, this is the thing you're going to take away. I'm done. I'm sold. Yes. Um, so that is how I like to think about it. Keep it as short and as succinct as possible, because if they've got to that stage, the hooks worked really well. Yes. People are going, okay, now, as I say, it's a logical decision to go, is it worth my time? Yes. What am I going to take away from this? Make it tangible, make it real, either one big outcome or in list form that's super easy to scan. Yeah. Wow. Gosh, that's so, so simple, you so guys. Simple. Yeah. So first, first sentence, hook them in. Second sentence, tell them, give them the, the value, like what is the tangible outcome that they're going to get. And the third sentence or section, and you can already see, I don't need to tell you to keep this short because we've already done that work for you. You're going to keep it short because this is just a one, two, three. So third sentence is if you have a guest, you want to put their bio in, just mm-hmm. a short bio, not a full page one, just yeah. one sentence. If you don't have – and so if you have a guest, put the bio in and then also a link to the show notes. If you don't have a guest, then just the link to the show notes. Yeah. And this is really important, okay, because this comes back to there's a description, there's a show notes, what? Yeah. So, yes, you need show notes. Uh, show notes is really important and we probably will get into this in another episode, but one one thing, one reason why they're super important is because it makes you searchable. It does. On yes. Google. Yes. I was like, anywhere else but mainly google because that's where most of the searching happens yeah (laughs) that people still use apparently yes that's yeah you need show notes because that actually the show notes live on another website page there are tools that can help that super simple for you if you don't want to build a website or if you don't want to bother with that you want to have your show notes there because then you can actually go into more depth yeah and have really really targeted clear call to action yes right yeah this is our whole, you know, when we talk about content honey traps and laying them through your front end funnel, it's very much how do you go from promoting your podcast to getting them to click on the link to go to the po- And then obviously they have to know that the title, you know, hooks them in. They're like, yes, this is a topic that I'm interested in. They start to read the description just to double check. Mm-hmm. And this is what we're talking about in this episode. They listen to your podcast. And then what you want them to be doing is to go to your show notes. Yes. Because then you can you can go crazy with like these are all the call to actions and these are the things I want you to do. I mean, mm. obviously not too many. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I take go crazy back. Yeah. Um, but super important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything that you wanted to add to no, this last section? Yeah, no. I think this is this is a really crucial part of it. Like, like we talk about, obviously the guest is important, but people miss the show notes all the time, and and we get it. it. Can be it is an additional task and feel really laborious, but it is really well worth your while because it then for people like I said that are really because this is the other thing too. People read your description after they listen as well because mm-hmm. instantly if you've done a good job in your episode. They want to go back and say, I want to know more. Or what was that, you know, that thing again? And there you can get them to click. So all I can really say is that's really important. And then, yeah, the show notes, writing show notes can be a bit of a drag, which is Capture is going to help you with. Like, capture does it all. But, and you know what? In fact, Capture actually helps you with these descriptions. So the exactly what we spoke through, this is how Capture does it yes. too for yes. you instantly, just off your audio. You don't even have to do anything. Mm. I mean, you can edit it and add the dot, dot, dot. Yeah, because Capture can't quite do that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not building that. <laughs> Even though DJ tries to prioritize it on our board, we're like, no, no, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so look, Capture's got your back. Capture has got your back. And in fact, what we'll do for those of you who, we will definitely leave in the description, in fact, 
a link to sign up to the beta, mm-hmm. the cap show. Yeah. That is going live June 1st. In the meantime, if you're still struggling with your episode descriptions, which is why you're listening to this, we will drop a cheat sheet as well. Yes. Uh, with just these three, like one of these three things, uh, just so that you have a reminder so you can grab those in the show notes too. All right. So that's it. That's how to write your episode descriptions so that you can get those instant listens. This is so simple, you guys. You've got to do this, do this, and let us know how it goes for you. Take a screenshot. In fact, if you are listening to this and you're like, oh, my gosh, you guys, this is amazing value that you added, take a screenshot, uh, share it on your socials, tag me. I'm at DG Shen because I would love to. Oh, that would make my day if someone did that. Yeah, seriously. And, yeah, you guys, go sign up for the beta, get the, check, get the cheat sheet, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.